From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Thursday, June 15th. It's summer for Moab's kids, and for some of them, that means time to perfect backflips, pencil dives, and yes, cannonballs. School was out for just a few days when we visited the city's aquatic center, and already kids had plans to hang with friends at the pool pretty much all summer. Uh, I like the slide. The slide's amazing. The best part. It's the high jump is cool. So. Yeah, it's a really fun when you go diving and you do a bunch of tricks. It's well, you can do like backflips, front flips, anything you want. As long as you can swim and you can do it correctly without getting hurt. Um, it's fun to like hang out with and just like go off like the high dive and go down the slides and stuff. It's like when I'm, like, I don't got nothing to do and I just like ask a friend to come like hang out at the pool and let's go swimming. Um, just we were doing like we were doing we exercises. always talk about like doing pool workouts like push ups and sit ups and pull ups. Yeah. What do you like about the pool pools? Um, I don't know everything. Everything. <laughs> I like um, I like all the different sections so like everyone can have a different section that they want to do like diving boards and how they do the whip at Wednesday. That part's fun too. Yeah, we go to the pool like probably three times a week like during the whole summer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'm 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 at a summer camp and. We are all coming to here from um, our campsite. Really? So, yeah, to swim. Uh, I'm usually doing front flips and double front flips. Uh, it's cool. So it's refreshing. Very refreshing. Yes, I come on a pretty daily schedule. Because I'm a big fan of swimming and I enjoy the water. Yeah, I like that it's calming. Um, I'm Kasten. Today I'm blue line, which kind of means I'm in charge of the other guards, but usually I'm just a normal lifeguard. I think I just like knowing that if something were to happen, I could do it, you know what I mean? Like, it's very rarely that we ever have to do some sort of rescue, but I like just having the knowledge that if something were to happen, even outside of the pool, that I could, like, perform CPR or something. Seeing all the little kids and, like, their funny little kid stories, because they tell you, like, the silliest things. <laughs> they'll just come up and they'll, like, chat to you like you're their friend. I had one little girl one time come up to me and she was like, you didn't save me. And I said, were you drowning? And she goes, no, but you should have saved me. It's <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And I have gone to, like, 20 pools with my mom. Okay. And it's surprisingly better than swimming in a lake, and I think lakes are really... But some places don't even have a diving board, so I think that's really special for this place. And um, I think that it's very enjoyable. And it's like, it's like, wow, this is the biggest and funnest pool that I have ever gone to. And we were so lucky to get this. I mean, just absolutely lucky to end up with this. It took them a year to build it, and so Moab was without a swimming pool for a whole year, and everybody learned that the river was there, you know. <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's been a blessing to have, you know, the, the whole setup. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm Stacy Sheath, and I'm the aquatic manager here, and uh, have a blast. You know, when I grew up here, um, I was at the pool all the time. Oh, it's Presley! <laughs> Hi, Precious! This is my granddaughter, Presley. Hi! Um, my name is Presley, and I really like the outside part of the pool. Why is that? Because it has the, it has the lazy river. I like scaring, making scary sounds when my other friend is going down the slide. Can you give us an example of the sound? 
That did scare me. Sometimes I come here on the weekends to just play around and I ask my friends to come because it's more fun with friends than by yourself. That's my grandma's here. I'm going to go back into the Lazy River. Moab City's Aquatic Center in the summertime. Open swim happens every afternoon. Climate change is poised to exacerbate many of the health challenges that rural Utahns already face. David Condos, with our partners at KUER, reports on how rural health systems might adapt to a hotter future. Rural health equities are especially magnified in the state's tribal communities. Roughly one-third of the homes in the Navajo Nation don't have power, so they can't rely on air conditioning. Heather Tanana is a University of Utah researcher who studies indigenous health and environmental justice issues. She's also a citizen of Navajo Nation, who was born in southeast Utah. So we know this warming climate is going to exacerbate existing challenges, and it does absolutely have health-related impacts. And so what are the resources that are available there to help deal with these? Well, not much. She says more funding could help. The Indian Health Service gets less government money per capita than any other major federal health program. Brady Bradford, health officer with the Southeast Utah Health Department, says there can also be a stigma in rural communities around seeking medical care. Emory County, to its credit, is very independent. I think a lot of rural counties are that. But that sometimes can lead to not asking for help when you need it. So he says his team is trying to proactively educate people to plan for and avoid the worst effects of extreme heat. I'm David Condos in St. George. President Joe Biden has designated new national monuments in Nevada and Texas, and some in Arizona say it's time to do the same for the Grand Canyon region. Alex Gonzalez with our partners at the Public News Service reports. Just last month, U.S. Interior Secretary Deb Holland met with politicians, community leaders, and members of the Grand Canyon Tribal Coalition. They're urging the president to protect 1.1 million acres of the Grand Canyon region and watershed using the Antiquities Act to make it a national monument. The area is home to cultural sites of at least 12 tribes and nations. Sierra Club Grand Canyon Chapter Director Sandy Barr says this would allow a layer of protection that prohibits mineral activity. For the national monument is to protect that region from uranium mining, to protect the watershed, protect the, the groundwater in the region. Barr says the designation would also help protect wildlife corridors and threatened or endangered species, including the California condor, Mexican spotted owl, and the Ficaizen plains cactus. The proposed national monument would surround Grand Canyon National Park. The request for the designation comes at what some are calling a pivotal moment in the Biden administration's commitment to prioritizing relationships with tribal nations. Barr says beyond the support from Native American communities, local governments are also pushing for the recognition. Like that just passed a resolution supporting it. Pocono County has passed a resolution supporting it. There's a lot of just a, a lot of support and building for this, and so I think it uh, it makes me optimistic. But there have been calls since 2008 to permanently protect the adjacent land to the Grand Canyon. The Grand Canyon Tribal Coalition is currently collecting signatures for its petition. I'm Alex Gonzalez reporting. And that's the KZMU News for Thursday, June 15th. 
Get your community-powered journalism weekdays on the airwaves at noon and 6. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.